All conversations and information contained within the Total Health and Fitness Podcast is intended for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse anything you hear on this show with treatment, medical advice, or direction. Nothing on this podcast is meant to supplement or supersede the relationship with your medical caretakers. Although James is a licensed massage therapist, certified health coach, personal trainer, yoga, and martial arts instructor, he is not functioning in these roles in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who appear on this show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Health and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, James. As always, thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. The beginning of this uh, podcast, when I started it, was the goal that I, I had working with my clients, my patients, and when I was teaching in the classroom, my students, was to give um, knowledge or, and useful information about, your, about a person's body, about how your own body operates so you can be more in charge of your overall health and wellness. So giving that, that that's the original goal of the podcast, I thought in this episode I would start doing a navigating through the body uh, type of episode. And this will be, you know, if hopefully response to this episode will be good and therefore I'll, I'll expand it out more. But for this episode as a starting point, I would, I'm going to go over where your organs are located in your body. A lot of people, when you ask them, where's your liver, where's your heart located, specifically where the spleen is, most people can't point that out. And, you know, that is not something, unless you're in the medical field or the health and wellness field or got a certification or a degree in that, you are probably not going to get exposed to. I don't remember ever going over the human body specifically when I was in health class or going through... Um, elementary, middle school, or high school. So it, you know, it's expected that you may not know the ins and outs of your own body. So that's where we're going to pick up with this episode, and hopefully I will continue on with this so people enjoy it. If, you, if you're driving or wherever you are and you can't, you know, really look at yourself in the mirror or stand up, that's fine. If you are able to, it might help to stand up and point out some of these landmarks for yourself as I go through them. But let's start if, if, um, from the top of your body. And if you palpate on the top of your chest, you will find your collarbones. And your collarbones are also known as your clavicles. And at the very top of where your clavicle is, inside the rib cage, is where you're going to find your lungs. Now, the top of your lungs approximately start at where your collarbones slash clavicles are. They extend, you know, they extend all the way down to approximately the bottom of your ribs, not quite that low, but you know, we're, we're eyeballing things here or palpating generalized way to the bottom of your, of your rib cage. Now your lungs, they are a spongy-like organ. They are in a pair and they're obviously on either side of your chest. Your chest is also known as the thoracic cavity and they are air-filled organs that's main job is to bring in oxygen into the body and eliminate carbon monoxide. That's a very, or carbon dioxide, I apologize for misspeaking there. You know, your heart also helps in this process and I'll get into the heart's location for a moment. But right underneath where your lungs are is the diaphragm. Now, if you are able again to palpate your ribs while you're listening to this, if you go to the very bottom of your breastbone and work underneath your ribs, and that might be a little sensitive uh, for you to do that, but all along your ribs and that breastbone area and all the way to your back of your body, 
is where the diaphragm is connected to. And the diaphragm is a dome-shaped muscle that when your lungs are exhaling, pushes up, and when you're inhaling, pushes down to allow the lungs to open up more so you can get more oxygen into your body. Now, some a uh, few highlights of the lungs is that the average person takes in three pints of air every minute. Uh, the lungs are not the same on either side. You know, to accommodate the heart, the right lung is actually larger than the left lung. Oxygen, if you remember back to my breathing episode, that was like one of my first episodes that I did in this podcast, oxygen only plays a small part in your breathing. We breathe in, you know, what we breathe in contains like 21% oxygen, but our bodies only use 5% of that oxygen and the rest is exhaled. So that's some little facts in your lungs and that's the position of your lungs. Now let's move on to the heart. So if you make a fist with your left hand and place that fist in the, on the center of your breastbone, or the breastbone is also known as your sternum, and slightly move that wrist, or I'm sorry, slightly move your fist to the left, that is approximately the size and the positioning of your heart in your body. As you know, the heart's main job is to pump blood through the arteries and veins, and it's the major, it is the major hub of the cardiovascular system, and as I just mentioned, works with the lungs to move oxygen into the cells and to remove carbon dioxide from the body. Some interesting facts about the heart is the heart can weigh between 7 to 15 ounces. A man's heart averages around 10. A woman's heart averages around 8. Again, that's the average. Every person's unique. Your heart beats around 100,000 times a day, and your heart pumps about 2,000 gallons of blood a day. So that is the location of your heart and your lungs, and they are located in the thoracic cavity, which is the upper part of your chest. Now, right underneath your rib cage, let's use that as the barrier at the bottom of your rib cage, we are now going to be moving into all the organs that are in the abdominal cavity. So let's start off with stomach. So the stomach is a, is a muscular organ, and it's located on the left upper side of your abdomen. So if you feel right underneath your rib cage and go slightly down, you'll be palpating your stomach if you're slightly to the left. Now the stomach, when it's full, we normally see pictures of it, of it being full. So it's, it's sort of like this elongated bag shape. But when the stomach is actually empty, it resembles more of a J shape that it takes on when it's empty. Your stomach, obviously, it's, it secretes acid and enzymes to digest food. It's its biggest role. Um, something you may not know, a little fact about the stomach, the stomach doesn't play the biggest role in absorption of nutrients. The stomach's job is to break down food um, and churn it into a what we call a bolus. That's what all the digestive acids and the churning of your stomach does. It turns all the food you eat into this bolus, and that's called a mechanical digestion. But the actual absorption of the food takes place in the small intestine, which we'll get to in a little bit. Next thing I want to cover is your pancreas. So now we know where the position of your stomach is. Your pancreas is just behind your stomach and in front of your spine. Now, the right side of your body. So if you go, if you find that where you're approximately where your stomach is and you move over to the right behind the stomach, that's where the head of the pancreas is. And the organ of the organ, the pancreas, lies along the top of your small intestines. And the left side of your abdomen, or behind your stomach, is the tail of the pancreas. The pancreas is also re is sort of referred to as like being fish in shape. It looks like a little fish in shape. Um, I will also try to I will include a picture 
with this posting so you can visualize this as well uh, instead of just listening to my voice. Some ideas about what the pancreas does. The pancreas' main two functions is uh, making digestive juices, uh, which consist of enzymes that break your food down, and producing hormones that help you help your body control how your body uses and stores sugar, its main source of energy, and that hormone is insulin. Um, and insulin, as we've spoken about in other podcasts, especially the fasting one, um, is the main hormone that helps you lower the blood sugar in your body. Next organ up is your spleen. This spleen is located on the left side of your rib cage. It's just above your stomach. So again, we were on slight, we were stomach, we went down from the sternum slash breastbone. We moved over to the left. Right behind your stomach is the tail of the pancreas. And right there above that is where your, where your spleen is going to be. Your spleen is part of your lymphatic system, which is, the, is part of your immune system, which removes waste and harmful things in your body. And your spleen stores blood and makes white blood cells that help protect you from infection. The spleen also is, a little fact about it, is a filter for your blood. It's like a security guard for your body. It lets in healthy blood cells pass, and unhealthy ones it takes out and tracks down. It recognizes old and damaged blood vessels, I'm sorry, blood cells, not vessels, and removes them from, blood, from the blood vessels um, to save any, and saves any of those useful components, um, such as iron, to be reused in the body. So now we're going to move to the right side. And on the right side is going to be the liver. Uh, so the liver is located in the upper right-hand portion of the abdominal cavity. It is right beneath the diaphragm. So if you place your hands on the right side of your ribs and palpate underneath your rib cage again, like where the attachment for the diaphragm is, right there also, a little bit up, is going to be your liver. It's a, The liver is cone-shaped. It's a darkish brown organ in color, and it weighs about three pounds. Uh, the liver regulates all of all, if not most, uh, most if not all, the chemical the chemical levels in the blood and excretes a product called bile. All the blood leaving the stomach and intestines passes through the liver for filtering, processing. Um, it breaks down, balances, and creates nutrients and metabolizes drugs that are taken into the body. Your liver performs about five hundred vital functions. And that's about an average number. There is disagreement. It could be even more functions than that, but at least 500 vital functions. So your liver is, is one of the gold standards in the body in terms of importance. Fun fact about the liver, you probably have heard this, much like the uh, character Wolverine with his incredible regenerative powers, your liver is a powerful, has powerful regenerative properties. You only need as little as 25% of your original liver for it to regrow um, maybe not to its full size, but regrow into its full capacity again. Okay, underneath the liver is your gallbladder, and the gallbladder is a small pear-shaped organ, um, and its job is it holds digestive fluid called bile. Mish mentioned that the liver produces bile, and bile is is secreted into the small intestines when you eat anything fatty. Bile helps to digest fat. So that's everything right underneath your rib cage. Now, right below or under beneath the stomach is the small intestine. The small intestine is that large coiled shape organ that you would see if you were, if you're looking at the body. And again, I'll post a picture with this posting. That is the coiled shape um, organ you're seeing is your small intestine. And around that is the large intestine 
that frames the small intestine. Your small intestine is, is where absorbing of nutrients takes place and where water from your food, well, some water is absorbed there, but not all of it. We now move into the large intestine from the small intestine. Again, it's, it's right in your abdomen. It's, it frames, frames the abdomen. And the large intestine is in your lower abdominal cavity from your, from your waist down. So if you're, if you're standing up, now remember your hips are not your waist. Your waist is up a little bit higher than that. I would say it's like kind of right above your belly button is where your waist is. That is where your large intestine is and it goes all the way down to about the top of your hips, if not slightly lower than that. Where the, when the large intestine receives food from the small intestine, the food has been liquefied by the digestive process of both the stomach and the small intestine and the nutrients have been absorbed. So the large intestine slash colon's job is to dehydrate that food and turn it into stool. And then the rest of the small, the large intestine go down, create the colon, and that's how, um, you know, waste is get eliminated from the body. So but now let's take a, a moment to go from the front of the body where a lot of your organs are to the back. And we're going to talk about the kidneys now. The kidneys are just below the rib cage. So if you take your hand and you place it on your back, right at the bottom of your rib cage, on either side of your spine, that's a general idea of where your kidneys are. The left kidney is, um, the, sorry, the right kidney is slightly lower than the left kidney, and that's because it makes space for the liver. Right? Adding into the kidney, now let's move back to the front, and we're going to talk about the bladder. The urinary bladder is a muscular organ or muscular sac. It's in the pelvis. So now we're from the abdominal cavity into the pelvic cavity. And if you have your hands on your hips and find the bone, bony um, landmark on either side of your hips, the very top of it, that's your iliac crest. If you move down and you move forward to where the bones go down to the pubic bone, right behind the pubic bone is your bladder. Okay? That's, that's how deep your bladder is in your body. Um, the organ, the bladder is about triangular shaped. It's a hollow organ. Obviously, it collects fluid and it can expand to, to retain that, that fluid or urine by the time it gets to the bladder. The bladder's walls relax and expand to store the urine and contract and flatten to empty urine through the urethra. And that is an overview of the major organs of your body. I and mean, there's a few, you know, I didn't go over the brain and the reproductive organs. Um, I'll go, we can go over that in another podcast, but hopefully that is helpful to you to sort of uh, now understand where all your major organs are located in your body. If you liked this episode and you enjoyed this and you would like me to continue on with sort of a navigation through human anatomy, leave me a comment uh, when I make this post, either on the Facebook page or on Instagram, or you can email me at charlestonintegratedwellness at gmail.com. Um, I thank you for listening and I will talk to you next time.